Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Rushville. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Rush County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. And now, Cameron and Nigel go off the rails with Rob Kendall. The noise pollution. Jason Hammer is here, also joining us live in studio. Rob Kendall, here to go off the rails. Rob, how are you? I'm great. Thanks, as always, to our segment sponsor, Garage Doors of Indianapolis. And Notch, it's nice to see you again. Hey, thanks. Good to be back, man. So tonight, President Poopy Pants is uh, making an address. (laughs) He is addressing the nation from the Oval Office, fresh off his trip from Israel. Is this tailgate worthy for you? Are we all fired up about this address? What do you think? Well, what did he say yesterday? I mean, it was so offensive he told hamas they better aim better was right. that, that what he said he was trying to mock the fact that their errant missile hit the hospital and he was trying to be cute and say well they need to aim better because they hit the hospital oh wait so we're acknowledging now that it was hamas that hit the hospital and not uh, the the israelis we always have been yeah now rashida talib ilhan omar okay. that's a little different don't you love that hamas it has now been proven that hamas is a source for american media companies and they run with information some of them based on what Hamas tells them. Dude, the headlines in yesterday's Washington Post yep. and Wall Street Journal looked like headlines written by the leader of Hamas. I, it just, it's not unbelievable. It's totally believable. But yet, okay, so, you know, look, Biden is not a funny guy. There's nothing humorous about him. I like it when he falls. Well, that is, I guess, <laughs> let me phrase that. Biden is never intentionally funny. Uh, <laughs> and certainly talking about whether it did hit the hospital whether it just hit the parking lot whether it in you know killed 500 or it killed five or whatever none of that's funny these guys are trying to kill israelis they're more than willing it's been proven to kill their own citizens to make it look like israelis when you say aim better you're talking about aiming into israel i find all of that highly offensive given the amount of money and resources that we give to that country and the fact that you've had americans die in this whole process like just not just not up for jokes right now when it comes to this so you mentioned money and resources joe biden on his trip to israel makes the statement and says all the right things at first we stand with israel i'm here on your land during a war the united states supports israel Oh, by the way, <laughs> we're giving $100 million to the Gaza Strip, which is ran by Hamas. Wow. Has anybody ever paused and thought, how are we giving them $100 million considering we don't have a House of Representatives right now? Does anybody stop and go, is the president that powerful that he can just hand somebody $100 million and say, wish you the best? Oh, hell, the big guy launders that in a day, uh, I Rob. mean, it's, like, I heard that, and I was like, wait, wait a second. We don't, it's this co- it's to be coming voted? out of his own personal, it's coming out of Hunter's account, actually. Hunter and the grandkids' uh, accounts, yes. But I mean, you're funding Hamas, and this is what we talked about on the air today. 
if the U.S. actually wanted to solve this thing, and the only way it gets solved is somebody wins and somebody loses, but they don't actually want to do that, they need to stand back and tell Israel, we have your back, we have your, you know, our carriers are within striking distance, we support you, whatever you want to do, you go and have fun and just stay the hell out of it. When you're talking about giving $100 million in humanitarian aid, it's not going to to the orphans no. and you know mothers, it's going to Hamas. They're going to use it to build more rockets. And you had a great point on your show earlier this morning is that get ready for some civilian casualties because yeah. it's going to happen because Kirby, that, that little weasel, uh, Biden's spokesman said, zero casualties is the only thing that we'll accept. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean, they just need to have, we just don't have honest conversations in this country anymore, and we try to be all things to all people, and the U.S. should just be honest with uh, our people, and Israel should be honest with their people, and just be honest with the world and say, they started this, they killed over a thousand of our people. Well, I think Israel is, though. Well, like- yeah, I, and I guess maybe I mean being honest with, with us, too, as a collective, or whatever. My point is, People are going to have to die. I mean, I know that sounds callous, but the reality is if you're going to fix the solution, innocent people are unfortunately going to have to die because you have to wipe Hamas off the face of the earth. And that means a lot of death and a lot of destruction. And unfortunately, it will involve innocent people, 100% innocent people dying. If you're not willing to do that, it is just like the speaker speaker (laughs) thing. Unless somebody's willing to shut the government down, you're not going to solve the spending. Rob, you remember back in 2014, uh, the United States was certainly willing to do it in Mosul to get rid of... ISIS, what they did to get rid of ISIS needs to be the exact same thing done, and that's what the Israelis are going to have to do in Gaza. Absolutely, I, I agree, and we just don't have honest conversations, and then we have this president giving Hamas $100 million. It makes no sense. The same people who chant death to America, the same people who, from what we've been told, have a number of American hostages, we're giving them $100 bucks and saying... I hope you don't use it for terror. Yeah, just, I mean, well, but and it really does make you look. Trump did a lot of egregious stuff during his presidency, but one area that he is probably the best, and I include Reagan in this, the best post World War II president on foreign policy. His foreign policy was phenomenal. America's standing in the world was phenomenal. The strength of America without military involvement was phenomenal. Uh, Really, times like now really make you miss Donald Trump. Something Nigel and I talked about the moment that that attack happened at the concert that really got this war rolling. The Israelis slaughtered at the concert. We said on Monday when we came back on the air... There's a whole generation, a younger generation right now that has no idea what graphic war really looks like. And I think this is going to be a long war. Netanyahu's already said this is going to be a long war. They want to do this the right way. They want to wipe them off the face of the map. You're going to see hospitals explode. You're going to see children be used as human shields. This is going to be a really eye-opening experience for a lot of young people in this country. And this is the way it always is. I mean, let's go back to 1945. Think about what Harry Truman struggled with when he decided to drop multiple atomic bombs on Japan. He had to weigh, do I send in you know a million plus troops into the into the jungles of japan and risk you know potentially losing up it would be way more than a million he'd send in but potentially losing up to a million soldiers and he said i'm simply not doing that and i realize this will cause mass death and destruction but i have to do this in order to win this war and what's best for our country israel needs to just do that unfortunately innocent people are going to die and that is sadly just the way the world works right now did joe biden's visit to israel 
accomplish anything. Like, I know what they were trying to say. I know the message he was trying to exude, like telling, uh, you know, Lebanon and Hezbollah, hey, you better not try anything. Same with you and Iran. But does that actually work with a president as weak? Just he's kind of a doofus. I mean, like you got a doofus up there. Does that messaging work? I picture Iran being like that meme of Ralph Wiggum where he's on the bus waving and it says, Chuckles, I'm in danger. <laughs> like, no, of course not. Nobody fears Joe Biden. I mean, what's he said so far? Don't. Don't. Yeah. Don't what, Grandpa? Don't or you will do what? There is right. no, Nobody is worried about him or fears him. Everything he has touched from a foreign policy standpoint has been an absolute train wreck. Absolutely. And... Again, the, many of the weapons being used in these terrorist attacks were given to these terrorists by Biden's botched Afghanistan withdrawal. Rob Kendall with us going off the rails. You mentioned the House of Representatives and the clown show, the circus trying to find a speaker. <laughs> and Victoria Sparts, at first, she was a no on Jim Jordan. And then she was a yes on Jim Jordan. Where are you at, Rob, on Victoria Sparks? Well, she should just do everyone a favor and quit because she's a disgrace. Well, I mean, she threatened to quit, right? Yeah, and then she threatened to run again. I'll show them. They'll have to primary me. Oh, boy. Woo. I love when somebody has to threaten to run. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, this erratic behavior from her, from voting present on McCarthy 15 times to voting to save McCarthy despite spending nine months bitching about McCarthy is weird, then voting for Jordan in the caucus and then against him on the floor. And then she's given multiple interviews with Tony where I've listened to them and they're like, I have no idea what this lady's even saying. I mean, this lady needs needs to, she just needs to go. I mean, it's like clear you're miserable. You're all over the map. You're not serving your constituents effectively. Just go, just quit. Just let somebody else do it. Sparts aside, the whole process has been just an absolute clown show. And I said this earlier, Rob, tell me if you agree or not. This isn't even really Republicans against Democrats anymore. It feels like this is the people against the establishment. That's what really this is coming down to. 100%. And that's why I'm fine if we go six months without a speaker, because I would love to see what happens if we went six months without a federal government in effect. Now, of course, the federal government would be in effect. A shutdown, as we all know, isn't like, oh, they stopped collecting. When they stop collecting taxes, I'll know the federal government is shut down <laughs> uh, and most services stay open. But these people are so ridiculously irresponsible with how they disrespect your money and what goes into earning that money. And they're all, I mean, just they're all, so many of them are just in it for themselves. They're in it for their own power. Some guy voted for John Boehner yesterday. Right. It's a clown show. You're voting for Boehner. It's a clown show. Uh, it, 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 we're not having a serious conversation. With, if you like Jim Jordan, fine. If you don't, fine. But they have no plan. They're not willing to do the stuff necessary to solve the spending crisis. So to me, I'm just fine with no speaker because maybe that'll solve it by default. All right. Talk to me about this aquatic center in Brownsburg. Well, it's a real city of Atlantis, and they're building it next to the sewage plant. And, uh, <laughs> Sounds cool to me. Uh, oh, city yeah, because wouldn't yeah. you want to sit in your lazy river right next to the sewage plant, Nige? I mean, doesn't I that, that like smells a... great on a hot Brownsburg summer day. Our town is genuinely run by some of the dumbest people alive. I mean, there's no possible way you could come up with that unless you were one of the dumbest people alive. So they've had this plan. We had a former town councilman on today who saw the stuff. He was there. They've had this plan for two Didn't years. did you used to feud with that guy? 
guy that I heard on with you earlier this morning? I seek the truth, Nige, and I'm willing to put past <laughs> grievances aside if you agree with me on something. That's okay. how it works on our show. You know that. Uh, okay. It's like Ted Cruz working with Donald Trump after Donald Trump basically said his wife was ugly. Remember when his dad killed Kennedy? <laughs> right. Okay. So it was you and Jesson. Yeah, so he, he okay. saw the financials and he said they put it away for two years because it was so bad that they, they couldn't put it out there. And now they've come up with this plan that they're going to try to ram this aquatic center through before the end of the year because we're getting some good people on the council who they know will gum it up and actually ask questions and put it out to the community. So you've got these uh, council members sprinting to get this. They say it's 18. I talked to a guy who does these sort of things, said no way they're doing it for less than 25. It's probably 30. This project that is going to be a financial disaster and they're doing it in the most deceptive, least transparent way possible because you know when they scheduled the meeting hammer? Last week? With one week's notice (laughs) and during fall break when half the damn town is out! Wow. That took a lot out of you. Uh, Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I mean, it's just the same crap with these guys. Every two weeks, I go to these meetings and it's just... uh, No, because I had a week's notice and I have to go to a wedding tonight, which who has a wedding on a Thursday? So they're going to pass all this crap tonight without you there. Well, it's a public input session tonight guys it's a public input session now what does that mean we don't know what's the design we don't know what's the financials we don't know because they've hit them for two damn years (laughs) where's the money coming from boy that would be a great question for someone to answer (laughs) nigel but just like everything else we don't have any answers to anything i feel like that should be question one at the input session tonight (laughs) where's the money coming from so what they're going to do is they're going to divide people when they when you hear public input what that means by this this exact same thing the school corporation did during their failed uh referendum they're going to have a presentation and then they're going to divide people into groups so people can't hear each other's questions so you can't hear how many people are against it so they can have some bullcrap artist from the town either an employee or a council (laughs) member spin whatever question you have or make you feel guilty about the question you ask i'm already telling you how it's going to go these people are just the worst of the worst and if you are thinking about building a house in brownsburg or buying a house in brownsburg or taking a business to brownsburg don't because the people who run the place hate you and and just don't go to Brownsburg. <laughs> a good business that I want to give my money to is Garage Doors of Indianapolis, <laughs> who's not in Brownsburg. He's off the rails. It's Rob Kendall. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.